When we think of Metro Detroit, Michigan, Heartland is definitely not an area that comes to mind. The question is, why? Stick around and find out. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. What's going on, everyone? Andrew McManaman here, a Michigan realtor educating people to help move in, out, and all around the fine state of Michigan. Heartland is one of those areas that is hardly talked about when Southeast Michigan is brought up in a conversation. It's kind of like that middle child that doesn't say too much, but they're, they're, they're pretty cool when you get to know them a little better. I don't get it. The unincorporated community of Heartland is 2.28 square miles in size with a population under 1,000 people. This community is what the U.S. Census calls a CDP, or Census Designated Place, which is pretty much a concentration of population defined by the census for statistical purposes only. So this is made up of a very small downtown space, schools, vet, sawmill, senior center, and a few side streets. When we take a bigger step out to Heartland Township, it's about 37.3 square miles in size, so it's around the same size as most townships as they tend to be around 36 square miles across Michigan, with a population of around 15,500 people. When we take a look at an aerial map, some people from around here might be like, oh yeah, Heartland, I thought that was the end of Brighton, or the, the start of Howell, or maybe even Highland or something. And my answer to that is a simple yes. <laughs> this area is a little funny because just west you have the Ironwood Golf Club, which is actually in Howell. And just east, the Prestwick Village Golf Club is in Highland. So it can get extremely confusing to say the least. As I have said many, many times before about communities like this, they tend to be what I call a pass-through town or a place you drive through to get somewhere else. Most people don't know Heartland even has a downtown. They, they think that the intersection of US 23 and M59 is downtown Heartland. And that is not the case, even though it pretty much is in an amenity standpoint. This area tends to be where a lot of traffic flows, not necessarily overly congested outside of rush hour, of course, but M59 is an alternative route when they shut down expressways going east and west. So people will hop on this corridor to get to where they need to go. In the past year or so, it's been a little more common to do that because they decided it was just a good idea to do road construction all at the same time everywhere. So it was a madhouse for just a second there. So why exactly should this small pass-through town be on your radar? For starters, the location is gorgeous. You have US 23 north and south as well as M59 east and west, cutting the township really right down the middle, so the commute is extremely ideal to all the nearby communities. Want to go to Brighton? It's 10 miles south. Want to go to Fenton? It's 14 miles north. Want to go to Ann Arbor? That's only 25 miles south. And Detroit is only 50 miles away. The next point I want to make sure I shed light on is the amenities that are actually offered. When looking at the intersection of US 23 and M59, there's everything you could possibly need and more from Target Meyer, shopping centers, Imagine Theater, Rural King, Planet Fitness, coffee places, banks, fast food, 
especially Culver's. I'm a frequent flyer there. I can't, I can't lie to you, I'm sorry. The, the point is the community is growing. For those of you that are familiar with the area, you know half these places didn't exist several years ago and now getting off of US 23, there are more and more options being built in Heartland Square near Imagine Theater. More construction creates a positive outlook on the local economy to say the least. Heartland is a place I spent a lot of time growing up playing hockey and the only reason I knew I, I was even in Heartland was because the ice arena we went to is called Heartland Sports Center, which doubles as a gymnastics place too. There are also a few golf courses as well as a few trails and parks, but not a lot by any means and I'd have to say that aspect lacks a little bit to say the least. One of the coolest attractions in Heartland Township, which actually has a Fenton address, is Spicer's Orchard. This is an absolute staple for me, my friends and family during the fall time. I've been going there ever since I was a kid and still do to this day. There's the winery, the apple picking, the corn maze, hay rides, donuts and cider, pumpkin patch, a store full of their goods, a playground for the kids, animals and so much more that caters to people of all ages. It gives off a family-owned feeling that a lot of cider mills can't replicate. With all that being said, despite the busy feel that comes with the adjoining roads, there are about 14 lakes in the township. Round Lake, Handy Lake, Maxfield Lake are just a few, and the larger ones south of M59. Long Lake is actually the biggest at 146 acres, while the others are relatively small, private, and offer that peaceful feeling you get with a waterfront home. So that option is definitely a possibility when looking into the area of Heartland, Michigan. Another reason to keep this place on your radar is the real estate. Taking a look at this chart provided by the MLS showing the average sale price over the last three years, Heartland Township has an average sale price of $429,869, which was a 13% increase year over year. What's nice about this chart is it shows a pretty consistent increase in home prices, which is great because there are some areas throughout Metro Detroit that have these drastic ups and downs from the pandemic. Where the markets boomed. Is that so? And then they busted and dropped in value drastically. Harlan also tends to be the place where higher end homes seek privacy, in a place where your dollar can be stretched while being on some additional acreage, while also being in the middle of everything and away from the noise at the same time. There are 11 homes I'll show you briefly for sale, sorry for those listening, in Heartland as of recording this, ranging from a $219,900 home located on 0.19 acres with two bedrooms, one bathroom with a total of 960 square feet built in 1971 to almost a $1.1 million Cape Cod on 2.42 acres with five bedrooms, three and a half bathrooms, a three car garage and built in 2005. There's a new condo community in the high 300s and Hunter's Ridge landings. Several of them are two bedrooms, two bathrooms, just under 1500 square feet with basements with walkout access. Jumping in that five and $600,000 range, there are homes that have the ability to be 800,000 to a million dollars in other areas like Bloomfield Hills and Birmingham. In a property tax standpoint, the millage rate that is used to determine your property tax amount is over 10 mils less here. 
than it is in those areas. And a mill represents one one thousandth of a dollar. So for every $1,000 of taxable value, the owner will pay a dollar. And that equates to a lot of money. So there are some property tax savings to to say the least, really. Some other notable mentions for Heartland Township from Niche.com, which ranks thousands of places to live based on key statistics from the US Census and Expert Insights, ranked the township 78 out of 617 for places with the best public schools in Michigan, 116 out of 789 best places to raise a family in Michigan, and 172 out of 791 best places to live in Michigan, as well as being ranked number four best places to raise a family in Livingston County. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on, I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.